please, for the love of fucking God, stop signing up for these e-courses that every digital marketing guru is selling you that gives you this bullshit generic solution to business problems from guys that probably haven't owned a gym in years, if ever. If you're looking for a bespoke, custom-tailored solution for your micro gym or fitness business, I'm your fucking guy. I only work with a small set number of clients per month. We currently have availability in that cohort, and I would love to work with you to customize HR and compensation plans. If you need branding work, if you want to talk about marketing and creating a client acquisition system, or you have other fires and problems in your business, then none of these generic templates and e-courses and PDFs that people are selling seem to address. Go to my Instagram at WTF Gym Talk. Shoot me a DM and we will go back and forth with audio messages so I can find out more about what you've got going on and to see if I'm the right person for you. Guys, you do not have to be stuck with bullshit solutions. You can have something actually tailored to your problem. Go to my Instagram at WTF Gym Talk and shoot me a DM and let's begin the discussion. What is up, guys? It is Stu. It is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. So when should you ditch what you're currently doing and make changes? Meaning you have a business model or you have a, a, a operational model or you have a marketing model or a way that you deliver the workouts or whatever. There's multiple of these things all happening in the business at one time, but you're looking at your business and you're like, something's not working. And maybe you're determining that because you're not making enough money, because not enough people are coming through the door, Maybe you have retention issues. Odds are you probably don't. It's more of a client acquisition issue. Um, what, whatever it may be, but something is not working. You have determined that, okay? So if you've determined something's not working, you're not seeing the desired result, the next step goes, do I improve my current thing, meaning I do the same thing, but I try to do it better, or do I swap out what I'm doing? At what time is it for me to maybe reconsider what it is I'm offering and how it's packaged up and delivered, okay? Or how that uh, how the systems are for 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 client acquisition or for retention or what you know class flow, class experience, whatever it may be, right? So you got this you got this point, and for most of us, generally it's just doing our current thing better. But then after that, if you have done it better, you know, and by all intents and purposes. Every, you know, all the hatches are battened down and you're looking at a B plus across the board. You don't need an A plus to fucking kill it, by the way. I will be, I will go on the record. You do not need an absolute A plus across everything across the board to win at this game, to make the money you want. You probably need an, you, I'll be honest, we probably need a B plus across the board. And I'm saying that with full transparency because to strive on the A plus, in my opinion, with a micro gym, with the limited resources you have, you end up landing on a B plus. Some things you might do an A plus on, but it's just the nature of not having a ton of cash and a ton of resources and maybe not being as resourceful as you could potentially be. You generally land on this B plus kind of grade, okay? And it's such an arbitrage, it's such a, such a bullshit metric I just created, but it's typically what I practically tell micro gym owners. We need you at a B plus across the board for you to make the money you want, right? Now, if you're there and you're like, things are good, I'm a B plus across the board and, and you've, you know, you've like, I keep going every year, I go back and I make the classes better, not different, but better. I, uh, I go ahead and I make the client acquisition system better, not different, but better. 
and I just keep making it better and better. Every single day I go in and I'm making it better and better and better. There's eventually a point where you hit a limit of how much better you can make it, right? Short of, again, an inf- a crazy infusion of cash, right? Where now your class experience is completely transformed. You know, you've got smart collars on the barbell that are reading velocity and reps and it measures it on the, the TV screens. On the, Like, besides something crazy like that that a huge cash infusion would only be able to produce... You've essentially made this as better as you could. And if you're still not landing on your end desired goal, it could be money or whatever, it's time for you to consider maybe accepting the, there's not enough of the market, there's not enough of the market willing to, to do my thing. And this is such a hard point in a conversation with a micro gym owner. So an anecdotal story here, uh, working with somebody for, it was right around the nine month mark. And at the nine-month mark, I had felt we had exhausted every option to make it better. The retention metrics were where they needed to be. Our client acquisition was pretty good. Closing rate was awesome. Um, Class flow and delivery, again, I've never experienced it firsthand. But everything I saw on film and we discussed sounded really well done. And, And ultimately what I, you know, and this is a gym that had been in operation for over five years. So nine months of intensive, make it better, make it better, make it better. And I think we essentially spent, uh, we did it in three-month chunks. We spent three months on marketing and client acquisition, improved that significantly, and that stayed improved. The next one was um, client experience. That was three months. And then the last three months was just the internal operational flow or systems um, of how employees did stuff, and, and we were able to cut payroll and all this other good shit. All right, so we look at that, and the, but the financial metrics just start, the needles aren't moving. Not enough people are coming in, right? And it, it ultimately, again, you could go back and say, well, that's a client acquisition problem. Like, it, it really wasn't. They were seeing enough people, you know, for what they were doing. But however, this was a, a business that had pretty high overhead, they had expensive rent, and it just wasn't enough. So no matter how much more gasoline I poured on the client acquisition system, I couldn't get more people in. So, again, someone might be like, well, if you had a better client acquisition system, it wouldn't matter. I'm like, eh, does it really? You mean you could just offer anything, any fucking thing, and with the right funnel, people are just going to show up? It sounds very Jim Launch-esque. And in my opinion, it sounds like complete fucking bullshit. So, at this point, we start having a conversation with the, with the owner. I'm like, we might need to switch this up. He's like, well, what would I switch it up to? I, mean, I, I personally don't, I have an idea, but I don't want my first thing to infiltrate your brain and, and poison your brain in this, or maybe not poison, but give you a bias. So let's do this instead. I want you to interview the highest utilization rate clients, meaning the people who come in the most, right? 20 of them, 20 of the highest utilization rate clients. And then I want you to also talk to 20 of the most recent cancellations that's cited. Remember, there's only five reasons to cancel, guys, because geographical, because you moved, financial, schedule, no longer interested, you wanna do something else, and injury. Those are the five. I want you to talk to anybody, the last 20 people who cited, no longer interested, I wanna do something else. I don't wanna hear from the people who moved, I don't wanna hear from the people who are injured, I don't want to hear, and I might want to hear from the people who are injured, but to keep it simple, we're not. I don't want to hear from the people that had financial distress. Just the people who chose, I could be here, I was here, 
I no longer want to be here. Right? That category. People who lost interest, they're taking up an interest in something else. Interview those 40-ish or so people and give yourself about a month to get it all done. All the data needs to be qualitative, meaning you're just having conversations with them, no surveys. 40 people isn't enough to do a survey with. You got that's just way better to do qualitatively. And it did. It took this guy, you know, it took him probably a little bit actually over a month to do all these sit-downs and conversations with the with people. Some of them he did through text, some of them he did over phone call. A lot of them he did in person in a 10-minute window before or after they came to class. And here's what he comes back with. He comes back and he goes, okay, so that was really fucking hard to hear but really eye-opening. And these are the kind of things that he heard. Uh, we don't like that your the workout brief in the before class starts takes nine minutes. I don't like standing around for nine minutes. When I come to the gym, I want to get moving. I hate the part we stand around and the coach is on their soapbox lecturing. I was like, I was like oh, okay, well, that's, that's interesting. Okay, what's the next point? He didn't like how uh, there was less structure. Like, you know, you kind of like, it was like, okay, break guys, go to the workout. And you just had to, you just kind of found your area of the floor. There was no rhyme or reason as to where anyone went. You just kind of grabbed a barbell and a kettlebell, whatever the equipment was for the day and kind of found a spot. And everybody tried to, you know, move their equipment near the other equipment that was not going to move. Like, let's say all the boxes were on one side of the, the wall and the boxes never moved people would all try to like crowd over there so they had minimal transition times between their movements. Anyway, so that, you know, that lack of structure was another big criticism he heard. A third one was that they didn't feel comfortable when new people were in class because they didn't feel like the new people were getting enough attention and they said, I almost felt bad for them. Like, I almost wanted to go and help and I know I'm not a coach, but I just feel like they weren't getting enough new attention so they would also deter them from bringing their friends and family in. A couple of them even cited, I recommend you go check out this gym first and get your feet wetting, learn the shit, and then come over here because they just didn't feel that their gym did a great job of prepping people. So this was some of the, the feedback we got. And ultimately, what we ended up coming up with is we changed the model. In this case, uh, I took them to a PT first model. We got rid of their group on ramp that wasn't really servicing them well or the customers. And we created a brand new class structure. We created, if you listen to my seven elements of primal branding, we created rituals. And those rituals are now seen in every single class. They're consistent. A great example is uh, they have a quarterly warm-up. So every quarter is a new warm-up, and it's that same warm-up for the entire quarter. And it's just a great all-body, all-purpose warm-up. You could do it and be ready for pretty much everything, Okay. And so that led for less like hemming and hawing in the beginning. Everyone kind of knew. So they like, you know, by the 10th time they've done it and they let everyone know this will be it for the quarter, people could come in and, and they already kind of were in their flow. They knew which movements were going to be happening. So warm-ups got done quicker. They did, they did not do a workout brief anymore. They did the workout brief while everybody was going through the warm-up, talking about it out loud. So they were able to kill two birds with one stone. So um, there are, so this is just a sto- an anecdotal story for you guys. Because I know a lot of you are looking at like something's not working. If you're a B plus across the board, then I think you need to move on to the interview process and you need to learn more about what people really think about your model. And I'll be honest, and this is a little sneaky sneaky, when the owner does it, you're kind of 60-40 whether you can get truth or bullshit. I really think it kind of skews that way. Like people are gonna be hard pressed to tell like again, think if you're not a controversial person. You're not going to tell someone you really dislike this, that, or the other thing. 
Like, it's good. It's fine. Like, you won't get a lot out. So you either need to have someone who is super close with the clients, like maybe a head coach or someone who knows the clients better than you do as the owner. Or I, if you have like, you know, a client that's kind of like a brand ambassador or maybe someone who's in training, interning with you, who would be great at this because people trust them because they too are a client and have them conduct it. And you maybe bring this person in as some kind of quality control director, barter, pay them, whatever. I have seen that do much, much better for getting deep with the data intel versus when the owner sits down with a customer and asks, because essentially you have to then insult the owner's life work. life's work, essentially is what you're doing. So, but if you're not a B plus across the board, you truly are like, we're not, we're, we're not, Stu. We post on social once every other day. Uh, we don't, we literally, it takes us maybe a day to two days to return emails um, our class workouts are, you know, they're not consistent. There's no good flow there. Then, then you need to make your thing better. Don't worry about going different. And, and that, that's it. I mean, that's ultimately, that was the point of this podcast today. You're either going to go better or different. You got to decide which one. If you're looking to do either one of those and you want some help, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk and let's jam. I would love to work with you in order to flip this thing and make it either fucking better or find a way to make it different. All right, guys, that's all I got. Until I talk to you in the next podcast, have a great fucking day.